10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack Wack Attack. Today is April 5th, and uh, we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about the deposit pool. So for those of you who watched yesterday or who have been following in the community for the last um, few weeks, you know that um, there was a vote to change the size of the deposit pool and um, the target rate of um, our ETH. So yesterday that was supposed to go live at 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so here we had Langer's um, about half an hour before the the update. He said in anticipation of Atlas and in accordance with the PDAO's decision, we will apply the Atlas protocol parameter changes. At the time it said 30, in 32 minutes, but now it says 14 hours ago. So this is, then there's information about RPIP 16, where the information was you know founded. It says these are PDAO settings changes. Consequently, the team will execute it via the PDAO guardian. The arbitrage for the deposit pool limit change is small compared to our overall TVL, so we will not be capturing it to simplify the release. This is the first step towards scaling Rocket Pool with Atlas to follow in the coming weeks. So um, I'll talk about this one thing about the arbitrage, um, about um, capturing it. We talked about it a little bit yesterday as well. Um, basically, um, the premium was so low that it was only going to be worth around, um, well, depending on your estimate, um, between um, 5 and about 15 ETH to um, get that um, arbitrage. And it seemed as though only around, like around 7,000 um, R ETH mint like ETH worth of our ETH mint was like the sweet spot for uh, maximizing your MEV yield um, because then you just incur slippage. Um, so people were wondering if they could um, arb that themselves or what the process might look like. And um, what happened is uh, there were a couple of community members talking about it. Romano was one of them um, who actually tried to put a transaction together, but it didn't work for Romano, sadly. So a little while later, we had... <laughs> this update <laughs> we had this update from Langer saying hey everyone the RPIP 16 parameter change has been applied the deposit pool limit now is 18,000 ETH the target RETH collateral rate is 1% um, as a consequence of the deposit pool increase there is now room for deposits um, there is room for deposits for now so uh, we already knew this because we were watching events and um, ether scan to make sure that the transaction had gone through um, where's the events pages right here so uh, right at eight o'clock eastern um, we started seeing uh, deposits coming through really nice ones so this was 1061 eth was deposited here another thousand basically this is all within seconds um 600 540 and a new milestone reached of uh, 220,000 RETH, um, and then another thousand, another 180, and then we started seeing some smaller amounts, like you know, 50, uh, 5, 400, 300, um, 440. Um, so these were these were coming through like literally within within the first couple of minutes. So what ended up happening is that we hit around that 7,000 number. Um, around i think 11,500 in total like um 6,500 um eth was deposited in the deposit pool within the first minute or two of the block size um sorry the deposit pool size expanding 
and um, that was really great. Um, we got lots of small deposits coming through as well, you know, like two ETH, seven ETH. Here we had um, a community member, uh, DMC, uh, D McCartney, um, having three ETH deposited in there, so doing their part, you know. Um, but they were still kind of trickling through, but it was a little bit slower, um, and it looked like, you know, we were kind of staying at that um, 11,000, 12,000 kind of number, um, and then it... Um, it carried on growing overnight um one of the things that happened right away was that the um metamask um, conversion section of the wallet um, where you can convert your eth into um, lido's um, st eth or rocket pools r eth um that did not say full anymore because um, there was a sign not letting you change the rocket pool one because it was full so that that sign went away um for a little while <laughs> so then uh, let's see what happened after that um this morning um so there was like there was a lot of discussion happening like overnight and into the evening about um what it might look like to fill the deposit pool and a few people were kind of floating the idea that um, it might be that you know we kind of level off here for a few hours and then we might have one or two whales coming in and taking up a big spot you know people who were kind of waiting for um waiting for some space so they could convert to our ETH and that's what ended up happening at around 6am Eastern there was one transaction of 4,500 ETH depositing into the deposit pool um, which took us right well not that but like other transactions with that took us to 18,000 so the deposit pool was filled in just over you know just over 12 hours so as you can have a look at um the rocket scan website here the limit now is eighteen thousand. the balance is um seventeen thousand nine hundred ninety one. so it's not quite at eighteen thousand. but let me just refresh it to see if it goes up no it's the same yeah so um that's the reason for that is because the premium um isn't worth it to kind of like arb those last eight and a bit um eth but um yeah eight and a half eth so once the premium starts to go up again which it looks like it will now for the next couple of days at least uh maybe not as high as it was before of course but maybe like you know 0.4 percent or something i'm not sure where we stand right now actually let me have a look at that um give me one second um lsd the bots are everything in the community it's amazing Okay, so yeah, um, right now the the discount is zero point zero three percent. So I don't think it'll go much further above like zero point two percent, maybe zero point three percent. It's not really going to be worth um, arbing uh, using a mini pool at those kind of rates. So it might be that you know it'll just change as um, people um, make mini pools. Unless the premium comes, then it'll start being arbed again by bots. But that was amazing that you know the the deposit pool was filled within the first day. Um, it kind of went like i was i was thinking that it might get filled in the like you know within the first minute so the first block after the after the change but um the premium just wasn't high enough to be able to lift that amount of um eth otherwise i think that's what would have happened but um so that's why you know it kind of went to that 11,000 12,000 number and then the last chunk of it was filled uh, overnight which was fantastic so now um the discussion goes towards um will that mt on the day atlas goes live which i think it will um however will it stay empty that is that is the big question um there's a lot of speculation going on in the community about just how many people will convert from um 16 eth mini pools uh to leb8s and 
from things that I'm hearing and uh, things that I'm seeing, it seems like a lot of the big whales who are node operators might not be moving their um, their uh, mini pools over to LEB8s. And they have their reasons for that, like whatever they might be. Um, I guess they just want to stay more nimble and not do, you know, a thousand transactions to move from mini pools to um, LEBs. But I think maybe, you know, a whole bunch of people who are, especially those who are under 15%, especially those who are under 15% in terms of uh, commission, they'll probably want to move um, move over, um, a big chunk of them anyway. I think uh, what I think is somewhere around 30 to 50% of people will move from mini pools to LEBs in the, you know, the weeks and months following um, Atlas and, and Shanghai, of course. Um, the higher that number, the better, of course, because it just means that we can lift um, so much more, um, like the TVL will grow so much. Then the fear becomes, will we have the RE demand to be able to like absorb that? So the the last time we had um, space in the, in the pools was kind of like between May and then like into the beginning of October, like end of September, basically, the pool was um, quite empty for those for those few months there. But for the majority of the time, it's been closer to being full than to being empty. Um, and I think that that might be um, absorbable for like, you know, a few tens of thousands of um, ETH. Uh, more than that, I think we really need like um, hyper staking, like folding to grow to be able to like keep up with the demand of um, node operators requiring ETH and that is because um, the even if you know 50% of current um, mini pools become LEB8s that would still give us you know 150,000 ETH worth of our ETH minting capacity even more maybe um, somewhere around that number I think um, which is a huge amount you know like that will basically nearly like I think we only have 220,000 so far, so it'll be nearly 100% increase. And that, <laughs> yeah, we'll have to see how that gets absorbed um, in the weeks and months to come. I think if once, uh, you know, um, hyperstaking comes, especially Arvi's e-mode, because that's just a well-established um, piece of software, like a, a service, uh, we'll be able to like really meet that demand and at that point there will be node operator constraint so they, i think you know there's a there's a dance to be danced and how that dance goes over the next like you know month three months six months i think will put us in a really good position to see what rocket pools growth is going to be like um i of course um like yeah for the you know guys what my position is but um i think that it's going to be it's going to be really um, exciting to see how it, how it plays out but um i'll definitely keep you all up in the loop with that so next we had the the community call, um, which was supposed to feature Telefinance. Um, however, um, Telefinance were not able to join, I think, or one uh, didn't show up. Um, so it was just um, Ken and Mav, I think. Um, I wasn't able to listen into the call, but Patches did an amazing job of providing a summary of the call. So uh, the beginning of the call started with an update on Atlas about um, ETH holders just can relax through the whole process. They've got nothing to do, no worries. There are no changes happening to our ETH. Um, if you have our ETH, just enjoy it and and relax. So um, yeah, that's good. Um, with um, with the audits about Atlas, um, the main report was released um, last week. 
and there's still one change pending a medium priority change um, there was a bit more detail given about what that actual um, the bug was so it was a grief where someone could front run your mini pool distribution by sending you basically enough eth to push it <coughs> to push it into like the eight eth plus range um so it make it look like you exited when instead you were skimmed um and then they could like they could steal your rewards for our eth holders um instead of coming to you so it was that kind of griefing exploit that would cost the attacker a lot of money um so it wasn't really like something that we expected people to do but um there was a fix in place and sigma prime are reviewing that and will give it um provide the updated um audit report and then that will be the final piece in the full audits and then uh, props to nasha and baldoff um and then there's um, immunify bounties will include Atlas. There's information about version 1.9.0 and 1.9.1 and how that will provide support for uh, Shanghai and Capella, which will is not yet deployed. It'll be deployed on Wednesday next week um, in the US and I think Thursday morning in other places in the world. Um, and then um, you have to be on version 1.9.0 as a minimum to be ready for the hard fork. Um, and then... Um, ODAR members should be on 1.9.0 um, otherwise they won't be able to generate their uh, trees for the reward period so then um, people were asking questions about like why is um, Atlas on the 18th when you know um, it could be on the 13th which is when the reward period um, ends and it could happen right after that and uh, the answer was that the team wants Atlas to be deployed as soon as possible to the beginning of a rewards period so it gives it time to detect what um, issues might be but um it also um, on the 18th you have one round of skimming that will take place on um, you know ethereum um, uh, beacon chain uh, to get those um, consensus layer rewards off the validators so um, that means that everything will be clear for leb8 migration also the 14th is a friday and the team doesn't want to release an update of the weekend so the 18th like just seems like the better better option also if there are any minor bugs in shanghai capella in we will see those in the first couple of days and then that will be clear by the time the 18th comes up so you know what is an ethereum bug or what's a rocket pool bug and then what should node operators do on the 18th um all the contracts will be deployed in advance um and then the order will vote on that in advance um and then the vote will be executed by the team um at um on the on the 17th in the us and at midnight utc on the 18th so um like yeah that, that that's the timing that will happen everything will be in place the contrast will be upgraded and then you just need to uh, make sure that you have version 1.9.0 to make sure that you you know you're on the right uh, contracts and then um, the anticipation is that the leb aids will be a free-for-all so a whole lot of people will be um trying to convert in those first minutes because they'll want to get to lebs as soon as possible i'll be one of those people i'll have my commands ready um, for atlas to go live so i can convert my mini pools to leb eights um and i guess um that eighteen thousand that we'll have in the pool at that time um will likely get um, eaten quite quickly <laughs> like very very quickly um and then um there's information about eat staker we're, we're going to talk about later uh and um you know shanghai capella they talked about that stuff and then um the rewards tree after the hard fork will use um sorry 
then watch yeah after the hard fork that after the ethereum hard fork will use uh, version 5 nothing really will feel different as node operator and then version 5 will have some nice optimizations that should increase the sorry decrease the tree gen delay and improve its um, performance um, in case of degradation and then the parameter changes were discussed and how that that happened and then on uh, april 10th the order was switched to the twap for the um rpl price reporting and then there was some mav stuff about how mav and uh, joe are going to be on the eat staker call in a couple of days and um then there was the optimism grant will be used for providing liquidity on beethoven x um and then the team's going to have a twitter call with them um the bi-weekly call next week will have Lang langers and um, sommelier um, and then the community call with lord stars coming up and um, langers and dave have drafted out some job descriptions so hopefully we'll see those in the community soon um, we already got a tease that um, one of them might be a smart node dev but i'm not sure how that's going to work or whether that's right or not and then governance you know we had imc elections to reach the quorum and the grant and bounty applications opened for uh, round two and then telefinance didn't show up so thank you so much for patches for providing that amazing um, summary of the community call um, that was really really helpful okay next we have this video from lee who says um went ahead and made a quick seven minute video on the bond reduction process to go from 16 ETH mini pool down to eight ETH mini pool and then uh, spinning up a second mini pool with the eight ETH credit I just followed the docs and it worked perfectly so there's a video here um, that Lee made it's just a recording of a Lee screen with information I don't think there's Lee's voice in there well there might be but no there's just like music um and he's just kind of like talking you through what's going on it brings up his um um you know a client um on on his um uh, testing machine and kind of like just talks through the whole process so it's like um going through the docs going through the the uh, um, SSHing into his uh, node machine and um doing it step by step so it's a really nice video um thank you lee for putting that together I think Lee's also going to be putting together some more videos, so definitely keep an eye out for those. Um, right, so this one, um, we had this update from um, Owl.eth, um, or the Owl of Moistness, as some of you might know them as, um, and then there's like the command that says um, exclamation point luck, and then there's a address, a node address, I guess, and then the luck bot tells you about um, how much uh, smoothing pool rewards you earn per day, and how much your node MEV is per day. And then if you are overperforming or underperforming compared to the smoothing pool versus like what you would have been getting if you are of the smoothing pool. So he made a bot, basically they made a bot. It says it compares your MEV gains compared to the smoothing pools and gives you a performance. So this screenshot is the person here is 157% over the smoothing pool. But I think this was... <coughs> I think this will be a really nice... Um, a way to see um oh this is yeah this is owl's uh own um node and owl saying um i on average and earning 57 percent more than the smoothing pool so that is that's really cool um that that bots come together and then um, Owl gives a little bit more information saying it calculates your gains based on how many mini pools you had um, on a day 
uh, you had MEV gains. And then it does the same with the smoothing pool since the smoothing pool has an increasing amount of pools. So the MEV day is actually um, MEV node day. So that's the calculation there. But I think the main thing that people will be looking at is that percentage, um, whether you're more profitable or less profitable uh, in the smoothing pool. And I think for the majority of people, um, they'll be more profitable in the smoothing pool than out of the smoothing pool. So thank you, Al, for making that bot. I don't think it's... I'm not sure if anyone can use it yet, but um, I'll give you an update on that when I have more information about it. Okay, next we have this update from Joe, um, who gives information about um, the Proteus. And Joe says, my order of the Rock 5s for Wave 2 just made it to customs, so they're on their way. So, you know, people have been waiting to get um, Proteus devices from uh, Joe. And um, Joe had a first batch of around 50, I think. And those um, that's finished, there's still a couple that are lagging, uh, mine being one of them. Um, and then the, now the second wave is nearly ready. So uh, people who are on the waiting list, um, Joe will be reaching out to them soon to get their uh, Proteus. Um, I think he'll probably get them within the next, maybe a week at most because of custom stuff. But I don't think it'll take too long for Joe to get his hands on those. So if you're waiting for a Proteus, hopefully your wait won't be too much longer. Okay, next we had Meg sharing this um, article from Coindesk um, about um, liquid staking in, um, ahead of Shanghai and Capella and what it might look like um, and who might benefit from this. So there's an article here saying Ether jumps to nine month high ahead of Ch uh, Chappella. Um, liquid staking tokens jump. So LSD sector tokens ro rose as much as 22% in the last 24 hours, data shows. So then they talk about, you know, what the, um, what um, Shanghai is, um, or Shanghai Capella are, and how Ethereum, you know, went up 5%, um, which was a good gain. Like, you know, it, it went above, uh, like it's the highest price, I think, um, for a few months, um, maybe even since the merge. Um, the highest price level for tokens since August uh, 2022. So in the lead up to the merge, that's the last time it was this high, which is really cool. Um, and then um, the article starts talking about um, different um, uh, staking tokens. And then it says, so far, stakers have relied on liquid staking platforms such as Lido and Rocket Pool, which issue uh, LDO and RPL tokens respectively to capture yields from staking Ether on Ethereum nodes while freeing up capital for other uses. Um, uses range from using these tokens as collateral um, for loans um, or uh, margin trading to earning additional yield. So I think there was a little bit of a mistake here in the article because the uses that they're describing here are of the the staking tokens that come from uh, Lido and Rocket Pool. So instead of uh, LDO and RPL, here they should have been talking about um, STETH and RETH. Um, but um, the idea of, you know, the, the tokens gaining, um, the tokens gaining is definitely... Um, yeah, that's some of the numbers just didn't work here. Like it says, you know, RPL led gain, uh, Lido, LDO and uh, RPL led gains in the sector with 5% rise each. But that number was actually like closer to like 10 and 15% um, yesterday. And then um, smaller tokens such as um, status SD surged 22%. So the article like um, is interesting, but I think there's some issues with it. Maybe I'm misunderstanding what the content is, but... Um, I think this idea is the the main reason why I want to recover this article is because there's this idea that's kind of um, spreading through um, the crypto communities, like the Ethereum community, and maybe even wider, that the the play that 
like that might be most profitable now is um going with um the tokens from the staking services because um people expect a big uh, increase in staking uh, to happen um some of the conclusions i don't agree with i don't think um, lido definitely will be like a leader um of of gaining or like percentage share of of ethereum staking i think they'll be um a loser maybe not as big a loser as some of the um exchanges like binance and um coinbase of course uh, who have staking services um kraken's of course was shut down so they're going to go to zero but um there's definitely um big inflows that will happen into um decentralized staking options but i think lido being as big as it is might actually lose well hopefully will lose a market share instead of gaining market share in this situation because they're already too big um so it's gonna be really interesting to see but this idea is definitely spreading across like the crypto communities that you know the play on uh, the tokens of staking services might be the the way to go and that's kind of what happened with the lead up to the merge um where that idea was kind of like strong as well and you know we had some good price pumps but right now uh, the rpl token is a much better platform than it was uh, at that point so if we get a similar pump over the next few weeks um i think um there might be some good things happening of course not financial advice um so moving on from that um we had this post from fizz yesterday um and he linked to um an re finance uh, post on reddit and uh, fizz has good details about the uh, chapella upgrade call <coughs> on april 12th so um if we have a look um there's this post from logic beach um who says uh, greetings fellow ethereans um there'll be a chapella upgrade happening shanghai and a capella and um, it will introduce eth withdrawals um and then it says to celebrate upgrade eth stakers hosting a live stream event which will bring our amazing community together so that i think most of um you know ethereum community will be tuning into that like there's always a really nice um group of people who host the hard fork calls and i think um a whole bunch of people will be watching it to make sure everything goes smoothly which i'm sh i'm fairly sure that it will um and um then they're saying like um logic beach here is saying as a special treat we're inviting um, all of you to join us in creating a massive collaborative art piece during the event on a special pop canvas so um as there was a canvas for the shanghai hard fork sorry for um the merge hard fork then there'll be uh, also a canvas art for the uh, shanghai hard fork so it says who you and your whole community tell your friends so the rocky pool community will probably organize in um, a thread under th trading um in the next few days to try to figure out what we're going to put on the canvas and uh, you know get people like um rallied together to to do that and it says what's going to be happening uh, there's going to be um the live stream and a pop art party and then there's information about when it's going to start and how you can get involved with that and um, if you don't have any pops you can buy this pop for two dollars um, to get you eligible entry into the the canvas uh, but uh, there'll be a whole lot of like different communities with their pops that are um, set as you know um, tokens for entry for that so uh, if you're in the rocket pool community and you've got some pops i'm sure a whole bunch of those will be um, eligible for you to um draw on this pixel art so that's really cool that these events are happening it's really nice that the whole community kind of comes together for those few hours just to make sure that everything is going well so thank you for the eat staker team for putting that together um that's really cool 
Okay, next we're going to talk about a couple of things that are not... Well, well, okay. So this is actually like Rocket Pool related. So um, Wanda is um, a member of the NodeSet team. NodeSet, for those of you who don't know, are trying to make like a layer two for Rocket Pool where um, people will uh, deposit their ETH and people will deposit their RPL and then those will be combined and sent to Rocket Pool node operators to stake on behalf of NodeSet users. Um, there's like some really, really great stuff happening with that project and I'm super excited about it and I can't wait to like start using it. But um, Wanda here has an update. He says, recently we reached an agreement with an experienced engineer to help lead NodeSet's technical development. In a few weeks time, we'll introduce him to the community properly. But in the meantime, I want to remind everyone that we're still looking for a highly experienced Solidity engineer. Please contact us as if you are deeply interested in Merkle trees and fall proofs, dreaming about splitting up unbounded loops, uh, hyped about beacon stay root within the execution layer, uh, writing custom upgradable contracts in your sleep, uh, frequently waking up with great ideas for how Ethereum for new Ethereum protocols and way too excited about Ethereum staking. If this is you, maybe contact your doctor. But only after you've contacted us, please send uh, resumes and code portfolios to jobs at nodeset.io. As always, you can see our current openings and our jobs here and then there's a link to their jobs. And it says, if this isn't you, uh, keep in mind, we may reward successful referrals. So then they also had a tweet that went out um, saying we're looking for a highly experienced lead solidity engineer. Um, if you love ETH staking, Merkle trees and fraud proofs, we want to talk to you. We believe um, heavily in quality over quantity and we offer compensation that reflects this. See our jobs page and then there's a link to their jobs page. So I think um, a whole bunch of people like retweeted this and tried to spread it out. Marceau talked to one of his contacts about if they know anyone. So um, hopefully, you know, um, notice that I can find a solidity engineer soon. I know that Wanda has needed help with um, getting those smart contracts right. Um, it's going to be a really complicated project. So um, it's great that they're, you know, hiring um, experienced people. And not only that, but they are making it clear that they will compensate people um, accordingly. Um, so that's, that's really good. Um, and I'm really, I'm really happy about that. So um, definitely check out NodeSet if you don't know anything about them. They've got their own Discord and um, they're doing some really, really cool things. So um, definitely keep an eye out for what they're doing. And finally, um, you know, I talked about Euler yesterday and this will probably be my last update about Euler Labs. But um, they gave an update of what happened and how they got all their funds back, which is absolutely amazing. And they said this is one of the largest recoveries in DeFi history. And um, all the energy is now turned to making sure the users can claim back their share of recovered assets as soon as possible. So what happened was um, they um, got a whole bunch of information about the person within 24 hours of the attack um, and they got some good leads, but then they kind of went quiet um, to make sure that, you know, they were doing the investigation and they felt that some community members were kind of um, kept in the dark, but and they were sorry about that. And then... Um, they said the sustained uh, communication blackout was no doubt especially frustrating time for affected users but you know we had to keep the investigation going and then um they said that the strategy worked out they did some public discussions with um the hacker and some private communication with the hacker as well and uh, eventually the hacker was convinced to do the right thing and return return the funds um i'm not sure what is going to happen with the information that they gathered about the hacker, whether there will be like legal um, action taken against them, like criminal charges brought depending on the jurisdiction they're in. 
but this is actually like a really surprising development and like the whole thing you know getting all the money back and uh, an extremely pleasant one at that as well i'm just happy that people in the rocket pool community will hopefully be made whole soon um when they might have thought that they were not going to see any of their their funds back so uh, congratulations to Euler and their community and i'm really happy that they're in a much better situation now than it looked like they were a few weeks ago so um that's the end of rocket fuel today um i hope you all enjoyed the episode um and i'll be back with another one just like it tomorrow so have a good day everyone um i'll see you soon bye